This is Let's Make Waves podcast. I'm your host, Rana Al-Basri Marwad, and I believe that we're all here to make waves. I created this podcast to help you build your brand by sharing with you tools, resources, and strategies to gain professional authority for better business opportunities. If you want to get unstuck, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Let's Make Waves podcast. Thank you again for joining me today. There is this one thing that occupies our minds, entrepreneurs' minds, and so many of us have a lot of love-hate relationship with, and that is, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It's sales. Now, I'm saying this with complete, complete agreement that this particular element in our business is a very important priority. But to put things into perspective, this particular priority comes not just because sales helps us to gauge the health of our business, but also because this is a love-hate relationship that so many of us have with sales because so many of us don't see sales as one of, as one of our strengths. It is not uncommon to see frustrations or challenges that arouse around the process of selling, especially for entrepreneurs who are the movers of the business in all its major details, from product creation to marketing to customer care, and of course, to sales. So it is also uncommon to think that when we say sales, there is a negative connotation that comes with the word, because most of us either had a terrible experience with a salesperson personally, or we've been affected by pop culture stereotypical portrayal of sales, you know, especially salespeople, such as cold calling, this uncomfortable experience that comes with the act of selling. But for the sake of finding a middle ground where we can start to see sales in a different light for our business, let us set all of that, everything that I've previously said, let's set it aside. And let's see how can we find an angle to see sales that makes it come naturally to us instead of fighting it and fighting its presence and importance in our business. So today I want to shed the spotlight on the human element that shouldn't be forgotten in the process of sales. So for full disclosure, before I start, I am not a sales coach. I'm not an expert at sales training, but just like you, I have a consultancy to run and I need to make sales decisions. So this is where I wanted to start from, from the experience, from the human element that should come to surface when we want to experience positive sales for our business. All right. So let me break it down even more. Now, I spoke about this a lot on this podcast. People like to be in business with people. So this is a clear indication of the importance of human element in this process. As customers ourselves, no matter how much we research what we want to buy before we buy it, having a positive sales experience, especially if it's an in-person or with a person from the company, our decision to go ahead with the purchase is usually expedited when the sales team are authentic and accessible and informative and basically they have proper um, emotional intelligence and of course the knowledge of the product that we want to buy. So when we are super clear on who is our target audience for our business, we are very much aware of their buying behavior. 
so we become knowledgeable of the real reasons behind their hesitation to take the final decision to buy from us. We're also knowledgeable of what they find interesting or important in the product or, or the service that they are considering. So with that knowledge, we are able to build certain elements in our brand messaging by using also our authentic brand voice that will best communicate our values, our unique value proposition, and of course, all the necessary details of the product or the service that we're selling. This way, our customers are very much aware of who we are, what we stand for, and what we bring to the table. Now, this customer knowledge, this extensive customer knowledge by just doing that homework properly, it will also help us to better understand the different decision behaviors that comes with, the, with our customers. And these different decision behaviors gives us an indication of why would they be on the fence or hesitate in taking that buying, buying decision when it comes to our business. So that knowledge is so valuable because that type of knowledge, along with our brand voice and of course the messaging, that will help us in finding the best way to communicate or to negotiate when it comes to completing a sale in our business. The result is that this will help us break down what will help us to create the right messages or to create the right responses when facing a client that is hesitating. And this also means that when the client sees a problem that is stopping them from buying from us, we don't see it as a problem, but we see it as a challenge that needs to be addressed. So this challenge that we see that is stopping them is something that we can address it in our messaging or in our communication with them. Another example would be, let's say if the client has an issue with the pricing. Now, we don't address why is our price at a certain bracket, especially if it's on the higher end, but we address how this is an investment for them in our product or in our service. Now, I hope that these examples give you an idea of how by understanding our customers so well and understanding their behavior, we start using the right language to our advantage when it comes to communicating with them and when it comes to all of our brand messaging and the different content that we use, be it on our website, in our social media, in our advertising, in our email marketing, um, anywhere that we see uh, fit within their journey that we find uh, slots to communicate with them. So when we see that our client doesn't understand the features, for example, or doesn't or has uh, a difficulty in understanding the way of usage of our product or our service, we can then turn the table around and showcase to them how it is easy to adapt to our solution and how this these um, features are beneficial for them in their everyday life, solving their pain point and therefore trigger a very positive result. Again, these examples of how understanding this client, our client can help us create the right brand messaging. In the end, it all goes around our client because that is how we can be in line with them 
uh, without losing our brand voice and without losing our brand values. And we can communicate to our customers during the sales process or at any touch point that needs the customer to move from the consideration phase to the decision phase. And this is where the brand positioning, brand messaging, and selling experience comes together. Now, by doing so and by doing this exercise and better understanding the client, we also humanize this whole experience and it becomes a connection between us and our customers instead of a one-way communication that happens through our content to our customers. Now, before I close, I want to share with you something, an amazing tip that I read by Chris Doe and I completely love. And what Christo did is that he created an acronym for the word sales. So S-A-L-E-S. And the acronym is serve, ask, listen, empathy, and summary. Now, this acronym clearly showcases the importance of brand experience and voice while we are humanizing the selling experience by focusing, of course, on the customer first. So in short, he believes that sales should encompass S, serving the client with the best solution to their pain point. A, ask, ask the client valuable questions that opens a window to how the, this customer truly thinks and what do they really want. L, and that is listening actively and not just for the sake of answering, but for really being aware of what the customer is sharing with us and particularly what is the customer asking from us so that our response is based on facts and not just analyzing it from our perspective. E, empathy, and that is empathy by putting ourselves in the customer's shoes, identifying with them so that we can better serve them. And last, S for summary, and that is to summarize the whole communication process after the valuable questions and the active listening so that we can propose a solution. Now, obviously, the best way is for the solution to be in, through our business, our product, our service. But sometimes a really good customer experience is by identifying that our products or service are not the right solution. And this gives us another window to communicate to this client that although we might not have their um, solution, but we have a solution that could add value to them. Now, I hope that this episode gave you a dose of confidence to tackle sales with much more ease and to think of it from a human experience so that it can be translated into the results that you're forecasting and, of course, working towards. The goal of this is to help you to see three main angles to the whole process so you can stay on brand while not jeopardizing your sales target. Now, these angles, as a quick summary for today's episode, were the customer's angle, your brand angle, and the competitive angle. Thank you so much for listening today. We've come to the end of today's episode. Um, please feel free to connect with me if you have any topic or idea or suggestion. The links to my social accounts are in the show notes. As always, I do hope that you did not forget to subscribe to my podcast. I'd be honored if you could give me a review. And if you think my podcast could be interesting or helpful to someone you know, please feel free to share it with them. Can't wait to touch base with you this time next week. So till then, have a great week and take